0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for joining me again to listen to episode 2 of Living in His Verses, the podcast. My name is Muna and I'm your host. I want to start off the episode by thanking everyone who listened to episode 1. I want to thank everyone who sent me kind words of encouragement and I also want to thank you for listening in today. Our topic of discussion will be deep. We'll be talking about our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, our perceptions, and how we ultimately view our Creator. Our discussion is inspired by Surah Taurah, ayah number eleven. We'll be discussing a part of the ayah. Let's listen to the ayah. we we'll focus on the ayah where Allah says He will not change the condition of a people until they change what is within themselves. I want you and I to just pause for a minute and think What does Allah require us to change? Something that's within our nafs, something that's deep within ourselves. It's certainly not our genetic makeup. It's probably our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, which all lead to our deeds, which will become our day-to-day actions and ultimately our life. (laughs) So a little backstory here. Around 2017 going on 2018, it was quite a difficult time in my life. And looking back now, I think I was operating more from a victim mentality. Trying to put blame where I did not belong. Trying to look outside myself for reasons why my situation was as it was. So one day I was mindlessly scrolling through YouTube and I came across a video of how you can change your reality by changing your thoughts. And I became obsessed with watching videos on law of attraction, manifestation affirmations, and I would talk to anyone who would listen about it. So the years that followed were years of a lot of self-reflection, and I noticed something within myself. Whenever something unpleasant would happen, my mind would automatically start scanning the environment to just look for where I could put the blame on. Because I noticed that there was a lot of relief that surrounded this, because it somehow felt like I was let off the hook. So back to our ayah, we have to change how we think, how we feel our actions so that our situation can change. Our thoughts are the seeds of our actions and our actions lead to our habits which lead to our character, which leads to our life. So how do we start changing yet most of us have been programmed in a way to just see the glass as half empty rather than half full? Today I want to tell you something. It's not your fault that you always think on the negative. As humans, we have something called negativity bias. Allow me to explain this to you. I actually learned this from a book that i'm currently reading as small children we experience both comforting and unsettling times and our comforting times are often blocked from surfacing so we seem to only recall the painful memories this is because when we experience our safety or security being threatened our bodies react by erecting defenses and these unconscious defenses become our default orienting our attention to what's difficult or unsettling So we all know that energy goes where attention goes. And the more we focus on the negative, the more it grows inside our mind. So we grow up thinking that everything that has happened to us in the positive light, everything that Allah has helped you and I accomplish, it becomes on another side of a wall. Outside our reach. So I know you're asking me, like I've told you that we have this negativity bias, I told you that we have to change our thoughts, our feelings and our emotions so that our situation can change, but I'm not getting to the how. So listen now, I'm getting to the how. The average human has about 600,000 thoughts daily, 90% of which are subconscious. That means you're not even able to tell what you're thinking about. The problem here is that most of our subconscious thoughts are usually in the negative. And we are not even aware of them. It's impossible to start tracking the 600,000 thoughts, but what you can do is just check in with yourself by asking yourself a simple question How am I feeling? Our emotions are mirrors of our subconscious thoughts. Sometimes you may notice that you may be feeling happy or sad, and you can't really explain why. The reason is that you have subconscious thoughts running around your mind, which influence how you feel. So by you asking yourself, how am I feeling, am I feeling happy, am I feeling sad? If you're feeling sad and you don't even know why, this we can attribute to your subconscious thoughts. Step number one is awareness. Awareness is everything because it creates an avenue for change. The next question that you probably are thinking is, how can I control my mind? This is almost impossible because we humans have something called a monkey brain which jumps from one thought to another. We have almost zero control over the thoughts that we think. But what we may have control over is where we decide to put our energy, that means our attention. We have the choice of whether we will pursue a thought or ignore it. In case you have a negative thought, and you persist in thinking about it, the thought will grow, and it will create roots in your mind, and before you know it, it becomes a core belief. And a scary thing is sometimes these negative thoughts are not from us but from shaitan because he wants us to be like him, him who despaired of Allah's mercy. So he may whisper a thought into your mind. These suggestions have no power unless you act on them. In surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 200, Allah SWT tells us, If an evil suggestion comes to you from shaitan, then seek refuge in Allah. Indeed, he is a sami' and al-aleem. That means he is the most hearing and most knowing. There's a reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chooses as Samir and al alim because he hears even the thoughts that come to our minds and he even hears the evil suggestions from shaitan and he knows of all of our struggles. Sometimes it's difficult to ignore a thought. So how do I go about this? The solution is trying to gently soothe that thought into something that feels more comfortable. The more you practice, the easier it gets. Because changing what is within ourselves, changing that negativity bias, is also a form of jihad. Because we want to think good of Allah. In a hadith recorded in Tirmidhi and Hakim, it says, Hoping for good is an act of worship. So if hoping for good is an act of worship, and we have been programmed to think in the negative, this is already a push-pull situation within ourselves. So we need to start striving to think good of Allah. Just a question for you to reflect on. Have you been fair in appraising Allah? Have you given him an appraisal that is due for him? In Surah Zumar, Ayah 67, Allah says to the disbelievers, they have not appraised Allah with true appraisal. So why am I asking you this? Why am I presenting this question? Sometimes you may feel trapped in a situation you don't like and it may last even a longer time than you had anticipated until you reach a point of despair as we all humans do. And at that moment, shaitan makes us forget all the other times that things have worked well for us. All the memories of your past successes are locked away behind a wall, away from your eyes, and you adapt a victim mentality because it's the easier way out. It's easy to let go of hope and sit in despair because it requires zero courage. In fact, apathy is the lowest on the scale of energy of frequencies because it has the lowest energy. At this moment, let us try to see on the other side of the wall. When is it that Allah saved me from a situation or give you what you wanted and accord him that gratitude? Know that he has your back. Because if you think about it that if your situation will not change, haven't you already limited the power of Allah in your mind so that you're able to come to such a conclusion? Because at the end of the day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala controls all our situations as evidenced in Surah Al-Rahman, Ayah 29. Whoever is within the heavens and the earth, ask him. Every day, he is in bringing about a matter. So next time you fall into the trap of shaitan, of despair, I want you to remember this hadith Qudsi, where Allah subhanahu wa taala tells us, I am as my servant thinks of me. I am with him when he mentions me. If he mentions me to himself, I mention him to myself. And if he mentions me in an assembly, I mention him in an assembly greater than it. If he draws near to me a hand's length, I draw near to him an arm's length, and if he comes to me walking, I go to him at speed. Also remember the Prophet wa sallam, encouraged optimism. And there's a hadith that the Prophet wa sallam, said, There is no spreading of infection except if Allah wills it, and no evil omen, and I am pleased by a good omen. And a good omen is a good word. Similarly, it was reported from Ibn Abbas Radiallahu Anhu that the Prophet Sallallahu would seek good omens and not evil ones and he would become pleased by a good name. Therefore, good omens are permitted as long as they are of positive nature and are linked back to Allah. So as I finish off, I want to give you this assignment. Monitor your thoughts, and if that's not possible, monitor your emotions. Learn to not give attention to negative thoughts, and if that's not possible, then soothe your negative thoughts to something that is feeling more comfortable. Give Allah a true appraisal. Remember how he has come through for you. And have yaqeen, that is certainty, that he will continue to have your back. Don't give up hope because that is what is easy. And that's what shaitan wants from you. Let us jump out of victim mode and start taking responsibility of our lives. Let us start thinking good of ourselves, thinking good of Allah. And I end this episode by reminding you of the hadith by the Prophet ﷺ, where he said that a strong believer is more beloved to Allah than a weak believer, although there is good in both of them. So let's be positive, let's be strong.